Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 130. John and Wendy talk to Julie Turney. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. And I did not swear as I promised. <laughs> That's the number. <laughs> How are you, John? Wendy, I'm well, and I'm also very excited. This particular episode is being brought to you once again by our friends at Talent Magnet Institute. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Mike Sippel and all yeah. the folks at TMI. We've had just tremendous conversations with, with them throughout the month, uh, with the chat and everything else that's been going on. Thank you, Talent Magnet Institute. Yes, thank you so much. And, you know, it's been a great partnership. And I think I think Mike is uh, pleased with our guests and uh, actually to be a part of us continually expanding our reach. And I love, John, that we are getting more and more international here. Julie in um, Barbados. And we had Francisco joining us from Spain in our chat. Um, I mean, that's dedication. That's the middle of the night for him. (laughs) Wendy, I've been just blown away. When we started the chat three years ago, we figured it'd be people that we knew. Mm -hmm. And and obviously that continued to expand. Then we started this beautiful thing of the podcast. We got got international when we had our friend Melanie Peacock on. I think she was our first international guest. And we were so excited to be that far away in Canada. I'm thrilled that we've got Julie tonight in Barbados. This is now our our second guest internationally that we're talking in real time internationally. I think one of the things that we're really excited about, Wendy, is as this community has grown and changed and gotten so much stronger, we've found so many friends internationally that we want to start bringing on board. And so this is what I'd like to think is just the start of a continued global domination that the HR social hour is working towards, <laughs> just like my good friends at, at Cobra try to do with the GI Joes. No, in all seriousness, we are looking at different ways and talking to folks. And, you know, we always say at the end, we want to send gifts to the yep. international listeners. We know they're listening. Now let's start working through time zones and figuring out how we can connect and talk mm-hmm. about what you have going on. Because, you know, Wendy, when we've had our friends from Sherm conferences that are from the other side of the globe, we learned that a lot of the things that we're all dealing with are the same. And I, I, I'm looking forward to this conversation with Julie because I think I got a good guess that a lot of those things are, are the same <laughs> way in Barbados, too. I would guess that. I would guess that. And that's probably why um, a lot of the stuff that Julie's doing and we're going to talk about is similar to what stuff that we've been doing and talking about. So I'm so, so excited for, for this conversation, for sure. Well, for, enough for, gushing. Let's yes. just let's let you make the introduction and we will get started. <laughs> Yes, so, so excited to welcome Julie Turney to the show tonight. She is a people champion, a coach, an agile HR enthusiast, an HR disruptor, which is my favorite, public speaker, and a podcaster. She's got it all, and we're so excited, Julie, to welcome you to the show tonight. Our first question is, what is in your glass? Uh, Wendy and John, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really do appreciate it. In my glass is Obiqua, sweet red wine. It's a South African wine. Uh, I did promise you something extraordinary <laughs> outside of rum punch. And I went to South Africa to get that for you. I love it. Yes. So I love South African wine. I, I yeah. really do. I think they've, they've got some great grapes there. And uh, yeah, it's it's some of my favorite. So mm. good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Very yummy. South African wine, Rhode Island beer. Go figure. It's a beautiful thing. Julie, we, again, we're thrilled that you're able to join us tonight. 
we've all had a chance to visit before we got together here, which is, is always a plus, right? We've had a chance to talk a little bit. How exactly did you get your start in human resources? Started in human resources about 15 years ago. So I want to say the direct way. So like through administration, I became an HR administrator first and kind of worked my way up. HR, funny enough, wasn't on my radar. I started my career in sales and marketing, actually selling cash registers and scales to shops throughout Barbados. I realized that I didn't like that. I liked the people part of it, interacting with people, but I didn't like actually, you know, selling cash registers and programming them and all that kind of stuff. Hated it. I got into administration and just kind of worked my way through there and ended up in an organization, which is one of our local universities that kind of propelled my career, working with a bunch of amazing women. One of my bosses saw something in me I didn't see myself, asked me if I ever considered HR. I said, no. She said, well, I think you'd be good at it. Go do some research. (laughs) So I did. Loved what I read and started from there. 15 years later, here I am. (laughs) I love the fact that very similarly, when I first interviewed at a temp agency to be a temp and they said, you'd be good at this. Same thing. What is this? And that's how I started my recruiting career. Although I didn't research, they just put me in the job and told me how to figure it out from there. Here you go. Good luck. That's right. <laughs> you know, obviously, we, we talked a little bit about the international flavor a little bit. Um, so tell us, what is the HR environment like in Barbados, and what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing? So the HR environment in Barbados is quite diverse. We do have a lot of organizations that have mainly HR generalists. Um, not much growth in terms of looking at dissecting the rules. So there's not much talent management or culture or DNI in Barbados, in the Caribbean, as a matter of fact. Those are conversations that we're now having as an HR association across the Caribbean about diversifying the rules. Um, but you'll find in most organizations, there are lots of HR generalists, HR admin, um, very heavily focused on industrial relations. And so I'm kind of like, there are, there are a few of us out there who are the HR rebels who are <laughs> kind of sit outside of that box and go, okay, we are not the IR people. We, I'm more of a, I want to see good cultures. I want to see people develop and grow. And I'm about building those things in people and seeing the best in people. And I'm not so much for the industrial relations aspect of it. So collective agreements, dealing with unions, that's not me. That's not, I'm not that kind of HR person. And and I'm glad, I'm glad for that. And I'm grateful for the people who are as well, but I'm grateful for the fact that I've just made that conscious decision to step outside of that box and be more of a people champion, which I find organizations appreciate more because they, they don't have to deal with unions. How is that culturally, Julie? So you mentioned that IRs got, and, and I guess it sounds like unions are a fairly large component of business. How is that accepted? Or when you talk about, I want to, I'm looking at cultures and improving things, mm-hmm. changing things that way. What is the overall response from businesses, business owners, executives in that respect? So a lot of the organizations that we have here on the island are tourism driven, so hotels, etc. And all I think I don't know any hotel that isn't unionized. 
or any sector that is related to hospitality that isn't unionized. Then we have some manufacturing and so on, and, and most of those organizations, construction and so on, are very heavily unionized um, with HR just kind of working with them. And that's been the general culture. They would tell you about the collective agreements and you know negotiating on those and um, dealing with disciplinary issues and so on. And that's kind of like a lot of our climate. Um, then you have the other side of it, which is the private sector, which is more international based. So we have a lot of offshore companies here, which are not industrial related based. So we don't, unions are not very heavily involved in international organizations. But for the main part of the public sector, um, it's very heavily unionized. That's, the, that's been our culture all across the Caribbean, Barbados included. You brought up tourism. And yeah. I'm assuming that's a very large component of the industry there. Very. Talk to, as we've talked, we've talked to a lot of people. Now we're going to say we've talked internationally about COVID. How has COVID affected, you know, you as an HR leader, businesses that you work with and, and personally, how, how have things been there for you? COVID, I think, has affected all of us globally. Barbados is at a complete standstill. From March, uh, our tourism sector just dried right up. A lot of organizations had to pivot. Uh, for me, because I work in the private sector and the organization that I work with is a tech company, um, it was just a matter of us carrying out our business continuity plan and getting all of our staff home and getting them to work from home. So we were able to keep our staff complement whole and get our staff working from home. And we've kind of now gotten to the stage. Now the country is open back up. Our borders are, are gradually opening. At the time that we were going into coming out of lockdown, we had just over 100 cases with seven deaths. Um, so most people who caught COVID survived. Um, very, maybe like towards the middle of our lockdown is when it became community spread couple of things that were very interesting for me coming out of that was having to go to the supermarket or the bank on the day that I was given. So everyone was designated a day to go out and it was last name based. My last name is Turney. So you could imagine <laughs> my shopping day was Saturday and Wednesday. So I had Wednesday like, to go to the bank, Saturday to go to the supermarket, but it was alphabet based and they were looking at your ID cards to make sure that was your last name and you wow. were getting into the supermarkets and so on. So it was, it's was it been a very interesting time. And even this is about maybe two, three weeks that we've actually returned to the office, but implementing whatever we needed to to get the staff back into the office was very interesting for us. We've kind of done it in a staggered way. So our office is only occupied at 30%. 70% of the staff pretty much are working from home still. And they stagger the days in which they come in. If they want to come in, we haven't forced staff to really return. Um, but if they want to, they can. So the people who love seeing their colleagues are at work. <laughs> and I will say no more after that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's not red wine yeah. already. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. And I sometimes wish that we would have had a, a few more requirements around some of that 
when you can go out, when you can, it can go into stores and that sort of thing, because, yeah. um, you know, I don't think we'd be seeing as many issues here as, mm-hmm. as we are. You know, I'm in South Dakota and we're about to have 250 bikers coming into the state for wow. an annual um, bike rally. So Ooh. I'm just going to stay in my little neck of the woods and avoid I that. So. I think so. <laughs> Of course, I normally avoid that anyway, so. <laughs> She's really. kidding, Julie. She's usually there in her chaps in the whole nine yards ready to rock. You can't see the tats. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, we like to disrupt things. You launched Disrupt HR in Barbados, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and um, kind of other areas in the Bahamas, which send me an invite, you know, once once we get going again, I will come Absolutely. down. Oh, Love great. It. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> I would Both love it. I would I'm, love saying, it. I'm saying that because, like, you said it, and John was like, "Yeah, wiping it." <laughs> I know that's like both of you, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, John. You know what? John has not given a disrupt talk yet. So what? Yeah, we'll need to fix that, John. We'll need oh, to fix sorry, that. Julie, I'll tell it offline. We're we're huge fans of the disrupt model. Um, we are, you know, huge fans of it. So, how did you get to decide to get involved with disrupt, and what has been the response in the Bahamas? So, the Bahamas is actually run by Chris Bailey. Mm. Um, I run Barbados, Jamaica, and Trinidad. Okay, I was trying to remember which ones you were. Yes. I knew you were running more than just Barbados. So yeah, so I run Barbados, Jamaica, and Trinidad. Chris Bailey runs the Bahamas, and together we run this. Disrupt HR Caribbean. Actually, our first event for Barbados was supposed to be on March 24th, but we went on lockdown. So that kind of, you know, disappeared. We had to pivot and get a little creative. So we've been doing happy hours on Instagram um, just to keep the audience engaged. We've been, you know, increasing our social media presence and giving tips on COVID. Then we stopped with that. We went back to giving tips on HR related matters. We got a lot of our speakers to do videos on things that would help the audience to get through this particular time. And I think that's been very useful. And then we pivoted again. And on August 21st, we're actually going to have our first virtual speaker event. So we can't use the same Disrupt HR format. But what we're doing is we're doing a Meet the Speaker series where we're going to have one speaker come talk on a very disruptive topic, do a Q&A do some one-on-ones and then we're going to have like virtual sponsor booths where people can go and look at different sponsors. And our first speaker out of the gate is Megan Newhouse. So looking forward to to that. Nice. I love that. We will probably have to talk offline a little bit um, on on how we might be able to do that here in Brookings because we, we were all set to launch, uh, do something this fall. um, But I, it just it doesn't feel right to do it right now, and um, mm-hmm. so we're probably looking at an in-person event in mm-hmm. um, in the spring. But yeah, if we could do something like that in um, in the fall to just yeah. you know get the hype up and get people sure. excited about it, you know, yes. um, I, that's that was my worry with with all of this that people would be yeah. like, oh, we can forget about that now. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we're gonna get there. We will. We we're will. gonna get there. Yeah, I love disrupt HR there for all of that. <laughs> Julie, I think it's fair to say, I, I think I first started hearing your name connected to your podcast. And some of our previous guests have been guests on your show. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little about HR Sound Off. Why did you decide to launch your show? 
maybe talk a little bit about for our listeners that aren't familiar with it. We mm-hmm. talk a little about your format or what you do there. And then as a fellow podcaster, what's been the most surprising thing that you've learned in this adventure so far? So I started HR Sound Off in December 2019. From September 2019, I have challenged myself and started what I call my year of yes, which is continuing. And just wanted to do a lot of stuff that I hadn't been able to do before, being a mom of three, working a full-time job. And as my children got older, I was like, nope, if I don't do this stuff now, I never will do it. And so I took that list back out again. And I was like, oh, let me see if I can start a podcast. And initially when I first started it, in time with my year of yes was like, I really wanted to get to know my HR community better. I wanted to know um, all of the people in the HR space, no matter where they were in the world. And this was a great opportunity for me to do that. So I had a lot of, um, have a lot of friends in the HR space and I just started to interview them. That's how it started. And it was just a matter of, you know, trying to make them more human to people. People have a lot of misconceptions about HR and I just wanted to, you know, humanize us a bit more to the public, um, clear up a lot of misconceptions that people have about us and share some information in a fun way uh, about each of us as HR professionals. So I ask questions like, you know, what keeps you up at night? What are you reading right now that you think other professionals should be reading or listening or watching? Um, in order to develop themselves. Uh, And what's one of the biggest misconceptions that you are really irritated about as an HR professional that people have about our profession? And let's clear that up right now. And and I also use it as an opportunity to expose people to other HR professionals because one of the biggest misconceptions people have about us is that we're lazy and we suck. (laughs) So many people out there you know, in that space who are amazing like you guys and a lot of other guests that I've had on the show, Enrique Rubio, Jennifer McClure, um, Joanna Robinson, so many amazing people out there who are amazing in what they do and really bring value to their organizations or to whatever facet they're trying to get out there to expose about HR and change the world and change the way people feel and think about HR. And that's that's where I came from, a place of just wanting to set the record straight and not be frustrated anymore with listening to people talk about us in such a bad way that just really annoyed me. <laughs> what I've learned along the way is that I love tech. And just like a huge discovery of how I was able, you know, when you see people doing all of these amazing podcasts, um, when I think of, um, there are lots of podcasts out there. Um, I do listen to a lot of podcasts that are not HR related. Um, when I think of the people who I, who have helped me along the way that I could thank right now. And there are so many of them who've just given me good guidance. I've met so many amazing people as a result of creating that podcast, which I have now taken to YouTube. So HR Sound Off, you can find it anywhere. <laughs> Excellent. And I think it's fair to say this is a crossover show. Yes. We are both looking forward to, we're going to be doing our show separately because as I yeah. said, you get two for the price of one. And I love that. <laughs> I am loving that. I'm looking forward to those conversations too. Yep. We obviously love this medium, and I truly believe that there are so many opportunities for so many voices because we're all doing things differently. Mm-hmm. And, and I love I love the fact I can go listen to 
people that have been on the show, people that we know, and you always learn something new. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, we've heard that when we started was, oh, we, hey, I heard so-and-so on your show and I've known him for 15 years. I didn't know these things about him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the coolest things about the fact that just based on how you want to do it and what you want to learn about people, it's yeah. great. Absolutely. Really excited about that. Couldn't agree with you more. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hello, HR Social Hour community. It is great to be with you. Um, thank you for listening to this episode with Julie Turney. I'm excited to be a sponsor of the month of August. And I uh, want to encourage all of you to connect with us over on social media. Uh, we would love to see this community turn out and partner up with ours. So please go to talentmagnetinstitute.com. Um, join to be an insider, um, click subscribe, and also check out our podcast. Look forward to connecting with you. Thank you, John and Wendy, for all that you do. We're going to turn it back over to the two of you with Julie. All right, and we are back. Julie, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is the half-hour question connection. Our first question here is, what career did you dream of having when you were a child? Okay, when I was a child. So um, I grew up in a family of teachers, mainly teachers and doctors. And I always wanted to be a doctor, specifically a pediatrician. Yeah. Having three children now, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Cher Jones. Cher Jones is from Canada, Toronto. Amazing woman. She has a show on LinkedIn that changed my life. And it's called Just Ask Share, where she shares um, how you can, you know, in, enhance yourself or, you know, develop your personal brand. She's always sharing great tips on tech. Uh, I took a journey with Shara Jones maybe earlier this year um, to help me develop my personal brand. Amazing woman. Everybody should know Shara Jones. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's fantastic. Absolutely. Julie, a new HR professional asks you for one piece of advice. What do you tell them? Trust the process. As, as HR professionals, we all have our own way of doing things. One thing I learned is to trust the process. I learned it over time, though. So if I could go back in time, you know, I would definitely, you know, give myself that advice, but I give that advice to anyone going forward as an HR professional. It's your journey. Trust the process. Seek advice because there are people out there who are always willing to help you. Your HR community is bigger than you think. Beyond the podcast and beyond Disrupt, how else do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Sharing information. So if someone asked me to do a webinar for them, I'd happily do it. If someone asked me to, you know, speak to, I love going to the community colleges and our local university and talking to students who are, who are learning human resources. And I love going in and talking to them about that and sharing my story, my experience, and then just answering any questions that they may have. I always open myself up on LinkedIn to talking to other HR professionals. And I have this little thing in my calendar called Get to Know You. Whenever someone connects with me from the HR community on LinkedIn, I always say, here's my calendar link. If you want to take a couple minutes and we can have a chat, 
I'll see you on the other side when you when you schedule the call. I love to meet HR professionals that way. Julie, what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh. I, am, I don't think we've had a Star Trek movie yet. No. I don't think we have either. Ooh, no. I am a huge Trekkie. And from small, I love the series growing up. Um, but I love these new movies that came out. And out of all of them, I love Into Darkness the most. It's my go-to movie when I'm putting away my laundry um, or cleaning the house. That's my go-to movie. Working at night and I just want company, I turn that on. That's Into Darkness. That's that's my movie. How about your favorite musician or band? So can I answer this in two? Can I give you my music? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So my favorite musician of all time is Brian McKnight. I love, love, love Brian McKnight. Such a talented um, musician, can play any instrument and has an amazing vocal range. And my favorite band is a band out of Trinidad called Kess. They are a soca band, um, but they have an amazing vibe. I love, love, love that band very much. How about a favorite TV show? This is a re. I watch this in reruns, so it doesn't show anymore. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's my favorite. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Ah, nice. All day, every day. <laughs> Good choice. I and that you know, I don't think that. I think that's another one that now that you've said it, I'm a little surprised no one else has. I don't think anyone oh, else has yeah. said Fresh Prince. I can speak very. Frankly, about that, I, I don't. I know we've never heard Star Trek in the Darkness. Yeah. I know we've never heard Brian McKnight or Kess, and I know we've never heard Fresh Prince. <laughs> you, you win the, you got the triumvirate, Julie. You win all, all new, all new stuff for us. All new stuff for us. Well, okay. When you're not spending time with those things, mm-hmm. what else do you like to do outside of work? I must confess, I am a workaholic, but. <laughs> If I, if I didn't say otherwise and my children heard this podcast, they'd say, why did you lie to those people? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I am a workaholic, but outside of that, I do like to, I do like to go to the beach occasionally, occasionally. I mean, there's something about the sun and me and the ocean that are not always the best of friends so I go to the ocean very early in the morning I love to listen to jazz and I spend a lot of time listening to to different types of jazz music I'm always expanding my repertoire where jazz is concerned I'm now in the modern jazz phase of my life and I'm enjoying that mainly on YouTube a lot on iTunes I'm discovering a lot of people on iTunes and a lot of stuff that I didn't know before Lockdown has taught me a lot about jazz. All right, Julie, finally, it is Julie Turney Day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate? We are celebrating with good wine, lots of barbecue, ribs, beef, hot links, hot dogs, you name it. It is on that grill. We're there. (laughs) We're having a big celebration where I could see Kess, the band, actually you know, giving me my theme song. I love it. Yeah. I love the fact that you have picked somebody to play a theme song. That that is also a first for somebody's personal day. I love that. I hope that somebody in Trinidad hears this and tells Kess 
how big a part <laughs> I am. And I can we will tag them in, yep. when we when we start sharing the show. We will tag if they have. I'm assuming they got a social presence. They we will do. Find they do. They them. do on Instagram. Cast the bond. All right, we're we're gonna tag them yes. so they know know we're being spoken about. Mm. They actually have a song called um, "People," which is like where they're talking about you know just celebrating life with their people, people all over the world, and just fetting and having fun. That's my theme song. That's what we're doing on Julie Turney Day. We're dancing to people from Castle. I love it. <laughs> love it. Julie, again, it is so great to connect. It is so great to think that you're now the third country that we are connected in yeah. as far as as far as guests. Appreciate you helping us start opening these doors to more international folks. I know most of our listeners probably are connected with you, but for those that are not, what's the best way for them to find you out there? Oh. My handle across every social media platform is the same. I am Julie Turney. So no matter where you go on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that is my handle. I am Julie Turney. And my website is hrheart.co. We will have that in the show notes. And then, Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for listeners to find you out there? Uh, best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily, D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? Once again, I want to thank Talent Magnet Institute for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, TMI. Mike, TMI, thank you very much. And as for me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman. For the podcast, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Subscribe. And I, I should probably explain... I say that a lot, and I recognize a lot of you subscribe on Podbean, which is cool. But if you don't listen to Pod, if you don't listen through Podbean, if you're on iTunes or Google or wherever you may listen to the show, subscribe there. And that way, the show is always going to be in your in your box as soon as it comes out. International listeners, we're looking for you. Yes. Not only do we want to send you stuff, we'd love to start talking to you. And mm-hmm. Julie can tell you we're pretty harmless. Uh, yeah. She could. I describe it. it was a pretty good experience for her. But again, we'd love to connect and, and just reach out to us so we can do that. Again, Julie, thank you so much you, for doing this. My pleasure. And thank you for having me. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.